0: From beanies to carry bags, and from shoes to caps, browse our shop now at tntradio.live. You're with Brian McClain and Steve Hook and State of the Nation on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: All right, welcome back to Hour 2 of State of the Nation on today's News Talk, TNT. I'm Steve Hook, broadcasting live from the Central Jersey Shore, and Brian McClain, a.k.a. Hesher, is doing it live from Central Texas. Now that was a, uh, a fun-filled first hour. Boy, Wayne Allen Root <laughs> is all pumped up and... Uh, and Rich Rubino was great, but it was a it was a yeah. good one. Always
2: enjoyed uh, speaking with those gentlemen, Steve.
1: Yeah, and I, I, you know, we were joking off air that Rich Rubino, he is like the uh, he, he's like the election rain man. I mean, he just uh, he knows <laughs> he all. You go know, well, yeah, you go back to the nineteen thirty three. I'm like what? But I mean, he does <laughs> know it all. He's he's like I got a friend that's kind of like that with baseball stats. You can just say. Who won the nineteen forty-four World Series? And he just he'll tell you, they will tell you exactly how many games they won and That's kind of how Rich is with elections. Wanted to touch on this because we kind of touched on it earlier in the show. You mentioned the guy, uh, the Nevada judge uh that threw the case out that this fellow, John Anthony Castro, who was a long shot and a very, very long shot, as in a moonshot. Uh, presidential candidate on the Republican ticket. It was never going to play. He, of course, came out and said that he was doing it basically just to show how unfair things were or whatever, probably to save face. But this is funny. There's no saving face from this. That guy, that uh, Trump 14th Amendment ballot uh, ballot eligibility challenger has been arrested on tax fraud. John Anthony Castro, a long Republican presidential candidate, vying to have former President Trump removed from the ballot over the 14th Amendment insurrection clause, was arrested on federal tax fraud uh, uh, on uh, Tuesday, a day after the federal judge in Nevada threw out the lawsuit. Uh, Castro is uh, hes from your state of Texas. He's from Mansfield, Texas, but he was indicted on 33 counts of aiding and assisting in the preparation and presentation of a false and fraudulent return. And uh, so so much for his troubles. I mean, you would think that the uh, the liberal justice system and the DOJ would go easy on this guy. After all, he was trying to get Trump removed from the ballot. But uh, nope, he's been rung
2: up on 33 different indictments here, uh, Ash. So there you go. Yeah, not a good look. And, you know, this isn't like we're not just talking about His personal taxes here. Prosecutors say Castro carried out a pattern of falsely creating and submitting tax returns on behalf of dozens of unsuspecting taxpayers through his tax prep business, resulting in hundreds of thousands of improperly paid claims. And he was arrested Tuesday and released later that day after making his initial appearance. So uh, yeah, this is uh worse than just, you know, him, you know, not doing his own taxes, right? This is uh, a much bigger problem that his business is associated with <laughs> his tax preparation business. I mean, it doesn't yeah. get any worse than that. I mean,
1: goodness gracious. But anyway, so I thought that was rather uh, amusing and we also touched on DeSantis and Haley uh, in these, in this last hour, because of obvious reasons, we've got the Iowa caucus coming up in four days. DeSantis and Haley, uh, did you watch any of the debate from last night? Uh no, gonna,
2: Steve. I, I did not.
1: I was about to say, I'm gonna guess that you didn't. One thing that Rich Rabino said that I thought was telling, he said, Iowans don't like it when you get catty. When these when these politicians get catty with each other, they 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 kind of revile at that. Well, they did last night, that's for sure. Uh, this is what DeSantis said at one point. He goes, I debated Governor of Cal- the Governor of California Gavin Newsom, and I thought he lied a lot. Man, Nikki Haley gives him a run for his money and she a- and she may even be more liberal than Gavin Newsom is. <laughs> so that was one of uh, DeSantis's bombs, and then she fired back. He's only mad about the donors because donors used to be with him, but they're no longer with him now. And that's because he's upset about the fact that his campaign is in, is imploding. So I wonder what the Iowan voters are going to think of that, because that is certainly some catty back and forth there between the two. And I, I got to be honest, I didn't watch it either, but, you know,
2: I got the yeah. highlights. Highlight reels are what comes <laughs> very handy in these situations, Steve, because so much of this is just like I'm much more interested in watching these people speak in freeform formats than I am in their town halls and their debates and, and this sort of thing. So I'm not surprised. And, uh, Nikki Haley, mm, good luck hitting third place in Iowa, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Right.
1: Hey, are you enjoying listening to TNT? You think we're doing a good job? Well, God, we'd love to know about it. Let us know. Why not leave us a like or a positive review or comment on Facebook, gab or Getter? Hey, even share it out. We, we, we love that. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time. On today's News Talk, TNT.
0: Abroad or at home, this is your news.
1: By
3: staying silent, we are part of the problem.
0: Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. TNT.
1: All right, yesterday, that would be Wednesday, uh, the Department of Defense offered an uncharacteristically offbeat response to a viral online rumor <laughs> reportedly starting by uh, started by Fox News host Jesse Waters who suggested this week that mega pop star Taylor Swift could be a front for a, con- a, a covert political agenda. Hmm. Uh, joining us now, TNT radio news producer Adam Clark. Okay, ruckus. So I, I think that this was just Jesse Waters looking for a way to get Taylor Swift into the onto the broadcast. So he'll get some likes and shares because, you know, that's just the way it rolls. But what's the story here?
4: The story is clearly the the Pentagon uh, collectively are Taylor Swift fans. I guess they call themselves Swifties or something because uh, they decided to have a, a good time with this. I can't believe they even had to respond to this. Um, so uh, the Pentagon spokesperson, Sabrina Singh, denied these claims that Taylor Swift may be a front for a covert political agenda on behalf of the Biden administration uh, using a, a form of a basically tongue in cheek statement issued to Politico she said quote as for this conspiracy theory we are going to shake it off and quote in case you didn't know one of taylor swift's popular songs is titled shake it off uh, she she continued a little bit more with this vein saying quote but that does highlight that we will that we still need congress to approve our supplemental budget request as swift as possible, so we can be out of the woods with potential fiscal concerns. end quote. there there's some hidden stuff in there for Taylor Swift fans. Uh, the statement from the Department of Defense followed comments made by, uh, as you mentioned, Steve uh, Fox News host Jesse Waters. Uh, he said something on Tuesday night, apparently uh, during his show. Uh, Mr. Waters questioned how Miss Swift had soared in popularity over the years noting that her sold-out, the ERAS tour, has an economic impact greater than the GDP of 50 countries. That is pretty phenomenal. He said, quote, around four years ago, the Pentagon's Psychological Operations Unit floated churning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. What kind of asset? A psyop for combating online misinformation, end quote. The Fox News host then cut to a clip from a 2019 conference on misinformation titled Information Warfare, Defining and Analyzing. Uh, This was at the 11th International Conference on Cyber Conflict in Tallinn, Estonia. During the conference, data engineer Alicia Marie Barger spoke of how famous people can be used to help share information or a particular message. She then shared an image of Ms. Swift standing next to a, quote, unquote, go vote sign. She said, quote, social influence can help encourage or promote behavior change. So potentially, as a peaceful information operation, I include Taylor Swift in here because she's, you know, a fairly influential online person, end quote. Yeah understatement. Ms. Barger went on to note how celebrities in the United States regularly post photos of themselves with an, quote, encouragement for people to go vote, end quote, and said that this has a measurable effect on voter turnout. Commenting on the conference, Mr. Waters said, quote, it's real. The Pentagon PSYOP unit pitched NATO on turning Taylor Swift into an asset for combating misinformation online, end quote. He then questioned whether the singer could be, quote, a front for a covert political agenda, end quote, noting that she has previously endorsed President Joe Biden. However, Mr. Waters noted that he had no evidence to suggest that Mr. Swift was or is, in fact, quote, a front for a covert political agenda, uh, end quote. Nonetheless, of course, the, the White House had to respond, right? Um, <laughs> so funny to me. Uh, In a statement on Wednesday, Ms. Barger told Business Insider that her comments during the conference in 2019 were taken out of context. She said, quote, this was an academic presentation at an open conference for discussing cybersecurity challenges. Uh, End quote. And then she added that the conversation regarding Miss Swift was, quote, an incidental example of a famous person to explain a social network analysis concept to the audience. This is a commonly used approach in academia to make theoretical concepts easier to understand. End quote. Well, you know what? I will accept her uh, her statement there. Uh, However, I don't accept the statement from the Pentagon because uh, I think I'm going to take Jesse Waters side with this one. I don't know if Taylor Swift is, but these people are absolutely correct in what they're talking about. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hesher, but I think you probably suspect the same thing. What do you guys think? Oh.
2: Oh, yeah. Jesse Waters lifted this idea out of social media. Tons of us have been saying this for some time now. And, and there's even some people that are theorizing that uh, her relationship with the footballer, whose name I always butcher, who's been given $20 million by Pfizer, which is more than he's paid by the NFL, $14 million, uh, that whole thing could be some sort of grift also. So it's like, uh, you know, it's create a power couple, have one of them be the spokesperson for the DNC, have the other be the spokesperson for Pfizer. Uh, psyops units talking about this and then there's the matter of you've got people like Angelina Jolie you've got people like uh, oh uh, what's that guy's name George Clooney Um, you've got your uh what's charlie sheen's brother's name again the guy that was out there hunting Emilio Estevez Emilio Estevez many people think that a lot of these folks are CIA assets are government assets when they go out and do certain things certain activities certain investigative journalism talking to you uh you know it's like eh, okay so yeah this is uh this is a valid conspiracy theory, uh, in my estimation. And from what I've seen in the social media circles, it's a valid conspiracy theory in a lot of people's estimation, Steve.
1: Well, you know, I would say this, I, 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 my personal take on it is that I think Jesse waters was trying to get some, get some hits and get some, get some uh, media hay out of this. And he did. Taylor Swift is the biggest star in music period. Every genre, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm not a big fan of Taylor Swift's. Uh, I don't know her, you know, I'm not a pop fan. Uh, as far as her politics go, I don't give a rip. And that kind of goes to the point, doesn't it? You know, endorsements don't mean much anymore. Uh, newspaper endorsements mean way less now than they ever did before. I mean, just look at their subscription rate. It's they, they've fallen off the cliff as more people turn to alternative media and streaming platforms like uh, today's news talk here. So I don't know how much, I, I I you know, I I get that Travis Kelsey is the guy's name you were looking for. I get that he's a, 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 you know, a spokesman for Pfizer and he's making big, big bucks. But I don't know that it's helped Pfizer sell any more jabs by the looks of the numbers. It hasn't done much. And I don't know that anybody's going to take a girl that sings, shake it off and say, well, you know, I better save the world for Taylor. I just, uh, I do think that they use these people, but remember MTV did this for many years with rock the vote, rock the vote. Remember that? So these celebrity endorsements, they come and go and she's just the hottest thing on the planet right now. So everybody's going to grab onto her uh, coattails and ride it in. That's the way I see it. But I do think that, yeah, sure. Sometimes they will use them to push agendas or carry forth narratives, but I don't know how much it's going to affect much. At least that's me.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, uh this this is definitely a tactic. I mean, if you look backwards, if you look rearwards, you'll see uh when Britney Spears was queen queen of the pop world, you know, she was doing things like this. It's like anytime anyone is at the top of the pops or the top of Hollywood, uh you know, they they who who knows how this happens, you know? Maybe they're uh tangentially uh You know, tentacly attached to the Friends of Jeffrey networks. You never know what kind of blackmail is going on in the background Um, or just bags of cash. Bags of cash are always good
4: for rich people to get them uh, motivated to do and say certain things. Wouldn't you say, Ruckus? Oh, yeah. And you know, mixing propaganda with entertainment is absolutely nothing new. Uh, yeah, you, you you mentioned Hollywood. I think for a second there, maybe I heard that in my head. But yeah, the, the CIA, the military. That there's there's always this control of a narrative through all forms of media, including our entertainment, our music stars these celebrities they're all useful tools to keep everybody in line this is nothing new and steve i think it is actually important especially if they are using somebody like taylor swift because you know you and i and the viewers or listeners of tnt might not be you know influenced as such but the young crowd is they're all getting their news from TikTok, so that's, true. that's where the fight is right now so uh to have a psychological operation such as this, it's very powerful and it's something we need to keep in mind and figure out how to combat it, I suppose. But yeah, I
1: yeah. would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And I would say this, uh, kind of as an, uh, you know, as an addition to that point, remember this guy, uh, what was his name? The country guy, Richmond, North of Richmond, Oliver Anthony, I think his name was well, the, the right side of the aisle used that guy, too. And he knew it, and he kind of backed away from it. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. And this has been going on. Hell, you can watch Looney Tunes commercials from the 1940s, and you'll see absolute propaganda on uh, Porky Pig and uh, Bugs Bunny and, you know, Daffy Duck. All of them uh, were portraying the Nazis one way and the Japanese another way. And those you can't even find those videos anymore. But, uh, yeah, they, you're right. They use them, no doubt about it. I think a lot of these people fall into it because they want to be invited to all the cool kids, you know, the cool kids table and they all hang around. They're bubble people, man. They're bubble people. They live in a bubble and they all associate with each other. But yeah, you're right about young voters getting their news from TikTok. What a
2: crying shame. Yeah, yeah, not a good look. Not a good look. All right, thanks Ruckus. This is State of the Nation on today's news talk, TNT. TNT Radio's hervoy Morich. Approximately 650,000 Ukrainian men
0: aged 18 to 60 have left Ukraine for Europe since the start of the
1: war. It's a tough spot if your country is being invaded. Uh that's one thing and you're a, a male and a citizen. Um but, you know, if the war, if it's a
0: globalist war, I wouldn't want to participate in these banker globalist wars, and most of them just uh, are. Hervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
5: When you can point me to an industry, to a platform that reaches 250 million people a month, virtually 9 out of 10 Americans, that's real, that's substantive, that's important. And that reach and that touch point and that daily reinforcement, it's an amazing place
0: to be able to communicate messages. That's massive. To find out more, go to TNTradio.live. Today's News Talk Radio. I do a lot of streaming radio.
6: I do a lot of free streaming.
0: TNTradio.live.
2: Let's be really clear about this. The right of self-expression and free speech are of paramount importance to keep our country intact and they are in jeopardy, uh, the stability and security of our borders also paramount importance to keep our country from falling into degradation, chaos, and austerity. Our finances are being squandered into countless anti-American initiatives while ignoring our open border. So we're joined by our friend Gene Valentino, host of the Grassroots Truthcast and founder of GeneValentino.com. Gene, our nation seems to continue on the path of things getting worse before they get better. I heard you speaking about this on one of your recent broadcasts. At this point, let me ask you, how important is it that we as a nation do what needs to be done to make sure no woke political candidates are elected or reelected and to secure that southern border?
5: First, thanks, Steve and Brian, for having me on. I appreciate this. This has uh, always been a very transparent show, and i enjoy I enjoy being able to speak frankly and freely with two other patriots with me. It's extremely important, Brian, to answer your question. Our border represents a psychological, but also a physical boundary. The psychological boundary is that we, as a nation, have a way of life, we have a culture, we have a, a a sense of decency and our own set of rules that we uh, that have come from our founding fathers that we have respected up to most recently. And in that way, it is absolutely important, Brian, that we protect our borders. In fact you, may know that on GeneValentino.com, the website we post not only the TNT radio shows, but we, um, we also have Jean's second Bill of Rights. It's sort of a tongue-in-cheek uh, takeoff of America's first Bill of Rights, uh, the first 10 uh, amendments to the Constitution. In this Jean's second Bill of Rights, which you're welcome to go there to check out, one of them is a constitutional amendment that mandates the protection of our border. Uh, We have never denied people coming into this nation. We're a nation of immigrants. But we're a nation of rules, laws, order, and a culture, a manner of life that has become disrespected. And if there's anything to take up arms for and to get um, uh, um, inflammatory about, It would be the protection of the border, Brian, to protect those very fundamental principles that our forefathers died for, for us, which we clearly are not appreciating the way we should. Yeah.
1: Gene, um, first of all, thank you for those kind words. It's good to see you back on the show again. You know, you mentioned a couple of things there. You said uh, we have a culture uh, you know, and this and 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 this is this is the problem with the left, Gene, as I see it. They don't like our culture, they hate it. It's white, it's patriar- patriarchal, uh, it's racist, it's homophobic, it's xenophobic, uh, it's every kind of phobe and ism that there is. And that would be bad enough. It was just a bunch of loony lefties that thought that way. But when you have an administration that's fomenting, this hatred of country and hatred of fellow Americans and calling their number one political rival, literally a dictator. That's what what Biden came out today and called Trump a dictator Uh, and saying the MAGA, the extreme MAGA wing, which is roughly half the nation, uh, are basically just redneck, you know, homicidal maniacs, according to those folks on the left. So it's one thing when you the lefties of California saying, oh, well, we don't like America, whatever. But when the government, the federal government, is fomenting this, the border is insanely important. But I mean, goodness gracious,
5: this goes well beyond the border with these folks, don't you think? Oh boy, you hit the nail on the head again. Yeah, just the first half of your question: uh, If the foreigners don't like it here, they can leave. Uh, in fact, I'd encourage you to. Uh, we're not. We're we're helping people overseas and around this world that clearly don't respect us. Now, on the other hand, what are we doing funding overseas interests that don't respect us either? And that ties to your point, Steve. What are we doing funding Iran and Iraq? It was only yesterday, figuratively, that um, uh, Barack Obama was dropping a billion dollars of cash off on the tarmac over there to fund uh, these um, Shiite causes under iran and iraq's control that are causing us the problems we're having now and so it leads to the next point which we've talked Brian and you talked about with me in a previous episode what's going on what's going on that's causing the biden administration to see so clearly that we are that we have been um trampled upon why won't they set up a plan to move the immigrants out like Donald Trump said last night or the night before on television? His, he will have an unprecedented major uh, removal plan in place of illegal immigrants in this nation. Sorry, folks. Get ready to start packing on a, uh, on a return trip because you are here illegally. It's unfair to the hardworking people of this nation who are working their asses off to pay taxes they think they're unjust, and I'm beginning to think they're right, to fund humanitarian causes? What kind of humanitarian cause in New York City, as much as I'm anti-New York and what Mayor Adams has done to call that place a sanctuary city, what is humane about taking a school child and sending them home to work on some sort of Zoom connection with their teacher to turn the school into a hotel for these illegal immigrants. Are you kidding me? Now, they bragged about being a sanctuary city. Just because they're wrong and and supported a wrong cause doesn't mean we shouldn't be there as a fellow American to help them out. But I'll tell you right now, they're getting a spanking around this nation, those blue states and those blue sanctuary cities like never before. Why should we be funding not only people who came here illegally, but people who are sleeping, uh, maybe your neighbors, and timing their response to the nation. (laughs) Sorry about that. Timing their response to the nation with a counterattack against America that has not yet revealed itself to us. No, it's Mm -hmm. time, folks. There's no room for compromise on this anymore. Uh, Trump or no Trump, Biden or no Biden, we got to move before the next election. We got to turn this ship around because uh, uh, I I hope we have a next election. If we don't, it's because these forces, these sleeper forces have surprised all of us, just like they did in Manhattan, taking over the school yesterday and sending poor uh, school kids home to learn off a Zoom connection, which is not the kind of Uh, education we've grown accustomed to here in the states i yeah i think i said too much
2: no you said just enough there gene that's perfect and you know what we're gonna be talking um still about this what happened in manhattan probably through the rest of the month and all the while while we're doing that two hundred and fifty thousand more people will have come across that border And then in February, another 250,000. So we're at half a million in the first two months of the year, while we're just trying to say, hey, what happened in Manhattan? What is going on right here? While we're asking that question, more and more people are coming, more and more high schools will be doing this more and more churches will be shut down for this more and more tax dollars will go to this and more and more vulnerability at the national security level goes up more and more fentanyl deaths and with that gene we have a headline inbound that we're going to take and on the other side i want to ask you about the recent news about this delegation going to taiwan and your thoughts on that right here on state of the nation at today's news talk now news, news, news. tnt radio news
4: TNT, this is james o'neill the United Nations Security Council recently passed a resolution strongly denouncing the Houthi attacks in the Red Sea, which has significantly disrupted international trade. An oil tank in the Gulf of Oman lost communications early Thursday morning after being reportedly bordered by several armed individuals wearing military-style black uniforms and masks. During a meeting with residents from Chukotka, a region in Russia's Far East, President Vladimir Putin commended Russia for its resilience and independence in the face of external pressures.
0: Why not give TNT Radio a follow? We're on all major social platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, and Getter. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time, right here on today's News Talk.
2: TNT Radio. T- radio now gene you know we're talking about the uh the finances the geopolitics the national security all this stuff our finance so much money going to foreign wars we could reference ukraine steve and i were talking about that earlier in the program an utter disaster over half a million people dead in that conflict already with 100 billion or more of americans money and uh, that is losing popularity drastically but while that's going on and while these other things in the middle east are going on today we're hearing the u.s is planning to send a delegation to taiwan after this weekend's presidential election and um the the unofficial group is supposedly going to be conformed uh composed of former senior u.s officials who met with uh the winner who will meet with the winner of the vote and you know <sighs> It's it's interesting because according to the U.S. National Security Council spokesperson, um, you know they're saying the move is consistent with the one-China policy and the status quo. But of course, they're the after the elections, they're going there to assure them that uh, Washington is. Uh, you know there for them you know uh it's it's almost like we're looking at potentially another conflict bl- breaking out here um and this has a lot of people worried especially after pelosi's last visit and the response uh, from beijing on that well pelosi as an emissary for this
5: nation is um i'd rather put uh i'd rather put gasoline on a fire i mean you're in a position where she does not represent the policy, or does she? Is she really speaking on behalf of Joe Biden? Excuse me. Or is is she off on her own? Is Biden carrying the deep state message for her? Taiwan stands in a very precarious place because our economic plans with them and our growth plan with them could be fortified and could be secured if we open up the pipeline and let oil flow and we start producing oil freely, China would realize they don't, they couldn't handcuff us. China has to realize they cannot handcuff us. And we do that by having other economies that are not conditioned on them. The problem with the United States, for whatever reason, is that this Biden administration has chosen to succumb to the edicts of China simply put. I I bet I I know why. (laughs) Okay. That leads into what's more salacious on the six o'clock news on TV every day. (laughs) It leads into why Hunter Biden walked out on a hearing yesterday when it, when, um, when, uh, the Congresswoman from Georgia was about to ask him some serious questions. (laughs) <laughs> it's they've been caught with their pants down and they are in trouble. And he, and, and if Biden doesn't resign, he needs to step aside uh, in some way to allow leaders to, to take hold. A new administration needs to come in and <clears throat> turn, this, turn the ship around so that we can um, save this nation. Taiwan is just one component, Brian, in an overall economic strategy is how you handle China. China, our relationship with Taiwan is one of several relationships we have in the economic uh, arena worldwide. The problem with China is that they think that we're um, in their backyard uh, interfering with their neighbor. Well, I'll remind them about if if I was the ambassador about a spy balloon that just went over the top of us <laughs> a few months ago, and how they better just keep their mouth shut about inter, uh, American intervention in the world scene. We made China rich through our. Poor economic policies, starting with the Obama administration, that have empowered them to now subordinate us. And therein lies the problem. And I trust Donald Trump can turn that ship around without a war, which he's already proven. And that we need to, I hate being political because this is this is not about politics. This is about righteousness. And and, and we talk about these different issues on the show <clears throat> in different contexts. Um, the righteousness of of this former president being indicted, what is it, I had a note here, 91, what is it, 91 charges against the man right now. 91 charges against the man right now, and he's running a campaign, and his poll numbers are going up, and he's got more money in his campaign account than he did last week. Now, yeah. what do you say to that? I mean, I don't well, know. I, well, what I, what I was going to say, Gene, was,
1: you know, it is remarkable how China is pushing this uh, administration around. And I think that there's a lot of people that are kind of finally waking up and saying, okay, well, wait a minute, this guy is compromised here. I don't think there's any doubt to that. Has it been proven? No, not 100%. But it's, I mean, you know, you don't need to, uh, to borrow a line from Dylan. You don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. People are seeing this. Uh, he is compromised. Uh, that said, China is also buying up our farmland. Uh, China is sending uh, foreign, Chinese uh, men of military age across our southern border by the hundreds. Um, China is no doubt engaging in espionage. You mentioned the spy balloon. I'd I'd wager there are human assets on the ground that are going to be doing some espionage as well. And the Biden administration does nothing. But worse yet, the media ignores this. What do you think about all of that?
5: Well, if the truth be known... Uh, 250 million dollars just last three years alone to Iran, from in the Biden administration. That's what I think about it. I think it's outrageous that we've spent that kind of money. Uh, uh, you know, we lit the fire in the gas tank and then complained about the explosion. I, I don't get it. Yeah. If we have such bad behavior, I'm going to write a book someday entitled "The Art of Bad Behavior." We're a good country, but we behave like expletive deleted. I mean, we just got to stop it. We've got to do what our founding fathers entrusted us to do and to hold up to those principles. I don't mind being a benevolent uh, 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 donator uh, to um, other causes uh, around the world, but $250 billion to Iran in the last three years under the Biden administration, who has no agenda but to kill Americans?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is rather staggering. Ash, yeah. you want to jump in? Well, uh, you know, I'm just kind of letting that sink in here, Gene, as I always do when you join us. Um, and we're just about out of time, so I want to shout your website out, genevalentino.com, of course, and the grassroots TruthCast with Gene Valentino, which can be found on all good podcasting applications. Um, Gene, as we uh, we're heading into the caucus next week, so uh, take us out of here with uh, your thoughts on how this may go.
5: Trump wins by the same margin. The uh, elimination of Chris Christie doesn't change the margins between DeSantis and and Trump. It doesn't change the margins between uh, Trump and Nikki Haley. I just think it's um, uh, the rising tide will apply to all three ships uh, with the votes from Nikki Haley being dispersed amongst the three. So no real transition in any one of the three uh, outweighing what the current position is. I do commend the Republican Party that this deliberative process is, that we have a candidate the people can grapple over uh, in, in plain view, which is what it's intended to be. Now compare that to the Democrats. Poor Robert F. Kennedy doesn't even have a a shot at it by the way they nixed his own, nixed him out of the uh, Democrat Party. What a shame. He was right on target on a few issues, including Anthony Fauci. Absolutely. Yeah, they did it. They
1: did it to Bernie Sanders, too, you'll recall. So this Mm. is, yeah, this is kind of straight from the Democrat playbook.
5: We select and uh, and we select and we let you elect, I guess. And and thank you both for plugging my website, genevalentino.com. I've got a portal there that uh, features the TNT broadcasts like this one. So I uh, I feel like your partner and I like putting the these shows up on it so that we can uh, help distribute the TNT message worldwide. We appreciate that
2: that very much, Gene. GeneValentino.com, get on over there and check out his second Bill of Rights. We're riffing off of that today with regards to the United States border, but there's other great stuff up there about citizenship accountability, voting accountability, a lot of things that I'm interested in and we know you're interested in too, right here on State of the Nation at today's News Talk TNT.
6: As a combat wounded veteran, I know how hard it is to come home and build a meaningful life. When I was in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. A rocket propelled grenade exploded right under my seat. Traumatic brain injury, a fractured pelvis, severe burns. They didn't think I was going to make it. I had to learn to walk again and live with the scars, both visible and invisible.
0: DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways.
6: With DAV on my side, I was able to pursue my dreams. If my story can touch a heart, it can change a life. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans.
0: LaToya Lucas, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
6: Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting for healing and care for life-saving medical care for a chance to live with dignity and hope. They are waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. And now, as our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship sets sail, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Without the work of Mercy Ships, these patients don't have another option. Mercy Ships is answering the call to serve suffering people who have nowhere else to turn. Together, we are going to some of the world's most desperate places and bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. To learn more about this wave of hope, go to MercyShips.org today.
0: Interviews, news, and views. You're listening to State of the Nation on today's News Talk, TNT Radio.
1: All right. Well, as we mentioned before, the closing arguments in this outrageous case in New York City brought by Letitia James for Purely political reasons and presided over by Judge Engeron, or I guess I don't even know how he say his name, but that's close enough. Uh, They just wrapped that case up as far as the closing arguments a couple hours ago in New York City. The entire case, much like the one in Fulton County, Atlanta, Georgia, is just laughably bogus. Um, But, you know, this is how much they fear President Trump. They are going to go to any lengths. Uh, to keep him tied up off the campaign trail and try and really wrap him up. I mean, Letitia James is going for $370 million and wants to run the entire Trump uh, empire out of Manhattan, the Trump empire that helped build uh, large swaths of lower Manhattan. So joining us now on State of the Nation is Trump spokesperson, Liz Harrington. Liz, it's great to see you. And uh, as we haven't seen you in the new year, happy new year to you. How are you today?
3: I'm great. Happy New Year, guys.
1: Thank you. Um, so we just saw Trump give a, uh, a basically a formal press conference after the closing arguments. I thought he was very good uh, in, in his press conference. He's right to point out this is bogus. Uh, the, uh, the numbers that these folks are throwing around, estimating that his... Uh, what his house in Mar Lago is out? It's like what, fifteen million? I think they originally appraised it. They say that his Park Avenue. Now get this, Hesh, His Park Avenue home, which is a massive, massive apartment on Park Avenue, some of the richest real estate on the planet. They said, oh, that's maybe worth like seven hundred and eighty thousand um, dollars. These are the numbers <laughs> you're throwing around. This he's being accused in this civil trial anyway of uh overestimating his net worth and then they <laughs> screw themselves by totally underestimating his net worth nobody was in this. this is the first time this this case has ever even gone to trial in the state of new york what's your take on all of it
3: well exactly that's the real fraud they're defrauding president trump and his great business he built i mean this is outrageous that this could even happen in the united states of america and of course A lot of this has already been thrown out by the appellate division. And yet this judge is out of his mind. He won't listen to what a higher court directed him to do. And so this whole thing is a farce. It was good that President Trump got before the cameras today to set the record straight because this is not separate from everything else that's going on. This is coordinated election interference, Marxism, uh, confiscation of wealth, but all to try to steal an election before ballots even cast. This is all coordinated. You have now visitor logs that show Letitia James was also meeting at the White House. I wonder what they were discussing. And of course, uh, you had uh, Fannie Willis, her boyfriend, <laughs> billing the taxpayers uh, to meet the White—I mean, can you imagine $250 an hour meeting White House counsel? I wonder what they were discussing. I mean, this is so beyond a banana republic. It is outrageous. It is laughable that they're they're so brazen. I guess they really think that they are so above the law that nothing will happen to them. They they don't care. And that's what's so disgusting and sickening about all of this. Uh, it is total lawlessness. But President Trump, he's not deterred at all. He's keeping on fighting. He's going to win, and there's nothing they can do about it.
2: Liz, what do you think's behind this lawless uh, impetus that we keep seeing? I've been wondering this since March of 2020. You know, I'm seeing uh, politicians, uh, lawyers. Uh, you know, attorneys general, all these different people, many of them elected officials doing things that are so brazenly outside of the construction and the founding principles and everything about this country. I mean, What is it that drives them to feel like they can't be taken out of office? I mean, is there something we don't know or, you know, what, why so emboldened? I mean, I see a lot of success with their uh, activity here, but as you're pointing out, it's like they've thrown everything at the wall at this point. The emperors are wearing no clothes and the American public's just standing around going, well, how is this even possible? What do they know something we don't know?
3: That's, well, that's a very good question, and one would probably point out to what happened just a few months before, right, in November 2020. I mean, if people didn't vote them in, they're not very scared of people voting them out. Sadly, I think that's, that's the behavior. But I think they're mistaken. I, the American people, everything that they've done since 2020 and rigging that election and all this lawlessness and what they've done to our country since, Absolutely, trying to destroy it, opening up our border, getting us into more endless wars, just destroying the economy, uh, destroying our energy independence, which was so hard fought. None of this makes sense, right? As President Trump always says, you know, you can't win elections that way. You know, everything's terrible. The school system stinks. The border is open. They hate voter ID. All these different, all their policies are abysmal you couldn't run an election and win one. So they have to cheat. And this is one of their many methods of cheating. Uh, But the problem for them is the people, the more and more brazen they get and more lawless, the more people see it, more people that maybe hadn't been paying attention. But then all of a sudden you're living in New York City or Brooklyn and you're saying, what has happened to my city? What has happened to my state? And they start paying attention and then they see all of these resources going after one man who, hey, they remember when President Trump was in office and it was pretty good. Uh, The country was doing great. Uh, Everyone's lives were improving. Uh, I mean, we had the best economy We had the strongest border. All of these different policies, finally, the people had their voices heard. And so people see that and they recognize it and say, why? Why is it the one man who had my back? They're all aiming at him. They're all trying to take him out. And more and more people wake up and say, I'm going to support this guy because it just doesn't make sense. Uh, We want a, a free country again and so I think it backfires they get more brazen because they don't have any accountability but accountability is coming and the more and more people wake up that's how we really get accountability
1: uh, you know Liz I got to say just to kind of underscore the brazenness of this crew I mean just to underscore it, Fannie Willis in Georgia hires a no-name trial attorney that nobody really knows about he doesn't have a huge track record but he does sleep with her so there's a plus i guess she (laughs) hires this she hires this guy uh they've gone to barbados they did a vacation in napa valley uh they've gone on three separate cruises and by the way georgia taxpayers footed the bill for all of that and then as you rightly point out He goes and sits down in the White House with White House counsel, (laughs) and then he bills the the taxpayers for that, too. And she, of course, she's getting, you know, serviced in kind by not only, uh, you know, the fact that he's her boyfriend, but that he's getting paid. And they're both sharing in this, luxuriating in it. And they don't give a rip how brazen it is. I guess they think that the media is going to cover for him, like all Democrats, but I don't think that secret's going to be kept. I mean, everybody knows about it now. Is the Fannie Willis case all but done, do you think?
3: Well, it absolutely should be, and it, it should have never been brought. There's, I mean, they literally indicted him, made it a crime to send out tweets, to watch hearings on, t- on television. That is some of the counts. I mean, that right there is, uh, hello, First Amendment. I mean, it's so against the Constitution. It is so outrageous. But now you see this. I mean, uh, what what are they trying to get President Trump on? Racketeering and conspiracy and all these things. That's them. That is them. They are running. I mean, Tony Soprano wouldn't run a shop like this. But this is what they do. I mean, this is laughable, it's, it's pathetic. And yet, I guess they think, and the media is not covering it, but you're right, this truth still gets out there. Uh, Mike Roman put this in a filing, uh, very courageously to expose all of this. And the, uh, the, he billed taxpayers eight hours for a meeting at the White House. Was that meeting really eight hours? So there's more fraud right there, but that's public record. And they I mean, how did he not know that was going to be public record? But for once, we get a little bit of honesty because we know that this was all coordinated on its face. It's obviously all coordinated. It doesn't come from anywhere but the top. We know that. And they all of these sham cases, they're all connected. They're all funded uh, by the same people, too, on the in the civil side as well. It's lawfare on the ballot challenges, the whole thing. And so it's all coordinated. But again, the amazing thing is it just it's not working. It's not going to work because the people are so much smarter. I mean, they're so sick of what's happened to their country. And they know that President Trump, he's the one man who's standing in their way. So you better believe everyone's going to go and caucus for him on Monday nothing's going to stop them because they see it they see it so clearly now and there's no going back
2: yeah absolutely and there's a town hall tonight right with uh brett and martha so um what what is uh mr trump expect oh that was last night forgive me i need to watch the highlight reel so um what (laughs) what can we take away from that what was your main takeaway from last night's town hall
3: you should you know it's not on our favorite channel of course however it's with a bunch of voters and great people of Iowa. And the crowd was amazing. The questions were, you know, he's got some tough questions in there too, but President Trump was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, there's just nobody, there's nobody else. I mean, nobody else comes close. I mean, he just, he connects with the people. He loves the people so much. And that energy I mean, you have Brett and Martha there and they're doing their best to try to get something, you know, but it, it just President Trump dominates the room. And yeah. it's because he loves this country so much. And and the people understand that. And there's really a connection there that it, you, you can't replicate. And so it was amazing. You should definitely check out the highlights. And one of my favorite moments uh, was him a question that a lot of people do kind of ask. Right. Sometimes like they they, they kind of ask like for a friend, you know, I want to support you. But they they say it's going to be all chaos again. Right. This question. They all people always are concerned. Oh, is it a chaos? And President Trump just answered it Nailed in the that. best possible way this is chaos. This is chaos. We have no border. We are at war. We've got a guy that can't uh, put two sentences together in charge of nuclear weapons, dealing with Russia and China. Are you kidding? This is chaos. And guess what? I started no wars. I mean, that is the opposite of chaos. And so, yes, the fake news will freak out and try to gin up a bunch of fake chaos. But really, Everything was running so well under President Trump because America was strong. We were respected again, and we had energy independence. We had a great economy. We had so many things where people were better off. Your life was not chaotic under President Trump, but it certainly is now with no border, crime which is out of control, and just our country being destroyed day in and day out. That's your chaos, and it was such a great answer.
1: It was it was it was a wonderful answer, and I'll tell you another one that I liked. Uh, Liz was when they asked him about um, will could you ever mend fences? I'm kind of paraphrasing here uh, with your with your primary, uh, you know, the the folks running against you in the primary. Could you ever could you ever mend those fences? And Trump said. Sure. I'll try and do that. And, uh, he goes, I'm already liking Chris Christie a little bit more. <laughs> I thought that was such a funny answer. Christie, of course, just recently bowed out and he goes, yeah, I already like him more. Uh, I don't know. That this, I don't know that Chris would say the same, but, uh, um, right.
3: And of course, he was caught on the hot mic as well, saying that Nikki Haley's going to get smoked, which is totally yeah. true. So, Chris Christie finally said something that was true. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, absolutely. Nobody has the kind of wit and can handle these questions like President Trump can. I mean, he's just, he's got such a good demeanor about him. And again, it's the opposite of chaos. If you actually know the man, i mean he's so steady and he's so he's so strong and it's it's just hilarious this caricature they try to put out there when in fact they're the chaotic ones they're they're nuts they're projection
1: it's projection on steroids and it always has been listen we've only got a minute here so I'll, i'll make this very brief a lot of us we've talked about it on this program we're concerned about how the media treats trump we're concerned about the way the uh the courts are treating Trump and the DOJ and Merrick Garland and all the other rascals. But what also is of concern is for the man's safety. How I mean, it, it, there's got to be talk within that because I mean I, I put nothing past these folks. Uh, he had good detail around him, doesn't he?
3: Oh, absolutely.
1: i mean the secret
3: Uh, service is incredible but uh, you know just keep the prayers uh continuing i mean there's a protection around this man and we got
1: we got we got a role but thank you Liz. tell him we said hello uh thank you liz harrington all right this was state of the nation we'll see you tomorrow on today's news talk tnt